What drives you? What inspires you? Let's ignite your why. Welcome to Ignite Your Why podcast. I'm your host, Austin T. Gully, and we're here to have genuine conversations with authentic people to help amplify their voice and figure out what ignites their why. Today we have Micah Carter. She was born and raised in Arizona and currently resides in Cincinnati, Ohio. She's a Grand Canyon University alum where she studied film production and is aspiring to be a successful director or screenwriter. Micah, how are you doing today? Hey. Hey. Uh, I'm good. How are you doing today? Good. So for guys that don't know where the hey comes from, you can look it up. But you can. It's just something me and my Micah always do together. I don't even know what started that. Like, I don't know. I think it was just like one day. I think one day we were just like saying all the TikToks that we could say. Well, now oh, I gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> my it, bad. It's all good. It's from TikTok. <laughs> I'm super excited uh, that you're here. Learning about someone new is always interesting for me. Uh, so I'm super excited to hear your story. And I'm excited that you took the time out of your day to mm-hmm. hop on and chop it up. Yeah. So speaking of your story, mm-hmm. what is your story? Who yeah. is Micah Carter? Yeah, well, I am one of four kids. I'm technically a middle child, but I guess when there's four, there's like not really a middle, I guess. I don't know. Kind of, but not really. Yeah. That has been confirmed. Um, But I have two older siblings. They're my half-siblings. And then I have a younger sister. Um, So growing up, they were only ever at my house, like, every other weekend. And then I spent the most of my time with my younger sister. So that's kind of, like, an interesting dynamic in general to, like, have siblings and then not see them very often. Um, My older brother was, he's, like, a lot older than me. He's, I want to say, like, 14 years older than me or something like that. Maybe even older, but by the time I was old enough to, like, remember, like, hanging out with people, he was, like, already a 20 and, like, an adult and doing his own thing. So I rarely ever saw him. And then my younger sister, like, we didn't get along at all. <laughs> we would fight all the time. But I feel like that's, like, siblings. That it is. It wasn't, like, I feel like it wasn't, it always felt like it was a lot, but I think it was average. Me and my brother fought all the time. It's just what you do. Like, we're yeah. three years apart. It's kind of. Same. Me oh, and my brother are three years apart. There we go. It's, like, kind of impossible to not. But you had the different dynamic. Like, I'm the younger child, so. Yeah. So. I'm that little brat. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. We did hang out a lot, but we just, like, always got in fights about literally nothing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. But um, I'm a pastor's kid. A PK is what we say where I'm from in Arizona. Apparently that's not the case here. It's a preacher's child. PC. I just was like, I don't know. (laughs) feels way more official than like pastor's kid you know what i mean preacher's child (laughs) it just sounds so serious i'm not okay but i'm not like the the pastor's kids that you see on tv that they make tv shows about where they're like chaotic and just like a rebel yeah (laughs) i'm the complete opposite of a rebel i never got in trouble i was actually terrified of getting in trouble i can count on my hand how many times i got in trouble when i was younger like Like, just with your parents or like at school just ever like in general Ooh. i got in trouble like five times i think in total okay Goody yeah two shoes. i mean <laughs> it is what it is i left that to the, my my other siblings they got in trouble way more than than i did so um i was at church all the time so 
There's, like, not a lot of space to get in trouble. I guess you could get in trouble when you're at church, but when you're at church, there's, like, 12 people that are also your parents. <laughs> so the stakes are a lot higher. I was, like, really shy when I was growing up, so it wasn't, like, a lot of opportunity for me to get in trouble because I didn't talk to anybody unless I was, like, really comfortable with you. So I never went to, like, children's church or <laughs> any of that stuff. I literally just hung out with my, my parents at church the whole time. I would randomly go, like, hang out with the kids that I knew, but for the most part, I didn't really hang out with the kids. They were scary. It was very clicky. So I was, like, in the click, but I didn't want to be. <laughs> I was, like, I don't think that you guys, like, actually, I couldn't tell if they actually liked me or just, like, wanted to be my friend because my dad was the worship leader. That's how it kind of, it's kind of like school. It's, like, a hierarchy and, like, yeah. the kids whose parents are, like, in leadership and have a high leadership role, they hang out together. And then, like, the regular people that just go to the church, like, <laughs> they think we're, like, celebrities or something. It's, it's kind of weird how that works, but... Kind of makes me think of, like, Mean Girls. Yeah. How they have yeah. their cliques and yeah. everything. It was, like, the pastor's kids, there was, like, six of them, and then it was, like, us. Like, we were the next ones under that, and then there was, like, a few other leadership kids that would all hang out. But, yeah. I remember that. I remember, like, thinking I was so cool because of that. <laughs> I, I, I did. I thought I was so cool. And I, I honestly, like, you get away with a lot more in church in general. Like, I remember one of my friends was like, I remember we were sitting in the overflow room and they told me I had to leave, but they didn't said that you could stay. And I was so mad that you didn't have to leave the room, but I had to. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> Privilege. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, that's like all I did. And then I played basketball. And that's all I remember from, <laughs> from my childhood was that it was basketball and going to church. So. I feel it. I didn't go to church religiously, but mm -hmm. like I went like here and there yeah. uh, just because like I played basketball so much mm -hmm. that like I was always at practice. Yeah. I played on three different teams growing up. Wow. So like it was like basketball practice or games. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. But I'm kind of interested to hear more about uh, Goodyear, Arizona. Yeah. What is it like in a hot state like Arizona? <clears throat> yeah. It's lots of... I think it's honestly like kind of the same as here. I don't know. All we really did was drive around in our car and listen to music and go to Wendy's. That's like what my friends and I did before before practice which was so awful <laughs> we would we had like we had to share the the gym with the boys and the cheerleaders so our schedule was really weird like we would get out of school and then we'd have to come back at like 5 30 or 6 for yeah. practice so we would go to Wendy's sometimes which I do not recommend <laughs> yeah so that was like all we we really did it's a lot of just hanging out indoors driving around was your gym air-conditioned it was air conditioned. Okay, that's a blessing. Yes. yes. There's uh I remember growing up, um, going to a basketball camp mm -hmm. at uh, this Catholic school. Yeah. Uh, Holy Cross. Um, and their gym didn't have air conditioning. Oh my gosh. So I can't the, even imagine. In the middle of the summer, it's probably not as hot as like yeah. Arizona. <laughs> but like when it's like ninety or a hundred mm -hmm. degrees and you're in a small gym. Yeah. And, like, they just have those big old fans running. Oh, my and gosh. It doesn't do anything for you. Yeah, it that's... was literally awful. Ew. Yeah, no. That's a no for me. Yeah. yeah. But you were this baller. It was. Oh. Yeah, I was a baller. Were you good? I was really good. 
<laughs> oh, she was really good. Y'all. I was really good. Really good. I'll say it. I was. I put in the work. I deserved to be really good. Were you like a, a shooter? I was a shooter. A shooter? Yeah. Like Curry? No. I wish I was like Curry. <laughs> I would love to be like Curry. That's like, he's like actually insane. Yeah, it is. Like what he does. Is wild. Is Like that shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> like there's act- no way that he just is that good. He actually, uh, I believe he's changed the game. Absolutely. And I don't know if it's in a good way. It may not be. Because, like, so many kids now, mm-hmm. that's all they want to do is, is shoot, shoot from the half court. Yeah, and, like, I'm just like, listen, I used to coach, like, yeah. middle school basketball, and that's all they wanted to do was yeah. shoot threes. And I'm just like, yeah. you can barely shoot a free throw. Yeah. <laughs> what makes you think you can make a three? Yeah, like, let's start at the essentials here. Let's right, just get, like, like, two points on the board, and then we can... In sixth grade, they're, yeah. like... Then you know how they yes. throw the ball. Yeah. Like they're yeah. not shooting the way they're supposed to yeah. shoot. And shooting was my specialty when I played. Like, yeah. It's all about flicking the wrist and yeah. reaching into the cookie jar. Yeah. I was short, so I had to be good at shooting. I spent a lot of time on it. You probably had a quick release. I did. We worked were, really hard on that one, too. Because you were afraid that you are going to get your shit swatted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, I had to wear this, like, weird, like... It was, like, a, a thing that I had to wrap around my arm so that, so, like, really small fun fact, I am technically right-handed, but I played basketball with my left hand because when I was younger, I shot with both hands, and they're, like, you have to pick one. I was, like, cool, I'll pick my left hand. <laughs> so I had to, like, train myself, like, how to shoot with my left hand because that's the one that I picked. Um, so, like, my right hand would try to be the dominant hand, but it wasn't. So I had to wear this, like, strap that would go around my arm and it would hold my thumb back so that I wouldn't push the basketball to the to the left super weird right that's very interesting <laughs> but it was like a secret weapon because uh, I would dribble with my right hand because it's my dominant hand but I was also equally as strong with my left hand but they would guard me to my left because they thought that I was a right-handed player so they would be like watch your watch your like right and then I would just go left like with ease so interesting yeah I hated going left, y'all. Yeah, I mean, most people do. Like, I can dribble left. I can shoot left-handed layups. Yeah. Like, no problem. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> but the weird thing is, yeah. is, I like to be on the left side of the floor. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Like Putting I, a lot of extra work in, your, in like, there for you, yourself. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, I hate dribbling with my left hand. Yeah. But, like, my favorite spot like mm-hmm. to shoot from is the left wing. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's cuz like it's I catch spot. I catch the ball with my right and okay. I can yeah. just go that shoot into it or if I'm on yeah. like the other side like it's I have to come across my body. Yeah. I don't know. It was that just it was just a lot easier for me. Yeah. Um just like being on the left side of the floor yeah. cuz I feel like I could like cut and mm-hmm. like drive to the middle yeah. um and not like to the baseline or yeah. to the sideline so i don't know that that was just my logic uh, <laughs> yeah. just like being on the left side of the floor yeah i don't know my thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh so you went to school for film production mm-hmm. where did this passion come from like what ignited <clears throat> yeah that why behind doing film uh that's a good question because it really came out of nowhere Honestly, like when I was growing up, I wanted to be on Disney Channel, just like every other kid did. Oh man, <laughs> I've always wanted to do the the, the thing. The, the yes, thing. I would always practice and like rehearse what my thing would be. Never came down to what one. would it be? I don't Let, know. I still it. don't know. I don't know. 
Let's do your Disney intro or your extra, whatever it's called. Um, hey guys, my name is Micah Carter and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> and I was like, what would my little end thing be? Because, you know, they all have their little unique, like, thing that they do at the end. Yeah. Where they, like, tap the wand or, like, say some little phrase. Try it again. Gotta be more energetic because I feel like they were always <laughs> super happy on Disney. <laughs> hey guys, what, is it? what do they say? They say your name first, right? It's like, hey guys... Uh-huh. Oh, they say what show they're from, and they're like, "I'm so and so from yeah. this." I don't, I don't know. Let's see. Let's Just make up a show. I'll be on High School Musical because I wanted to be on High School Musical. But they didn't younger. do the. They had one, didn't they? They didn't do the. the okay, I'll be on That's a Raven. <laughs> Good. <news. laughs> hey guys, I'm Micah Carter from That's a Raven, and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. That was my dream. I always wanted to do that. So. Have you ever, like, tried to, like... Do the... No. Like, there's a filter on, like, one... Like, on TikTok. <laughs> I have seen that. Where you could try I've to never do tried it. it, though. I feel like I would be really bad at it. <laughs> I just, like... Well, like, I, like, saw, like, a video before where, like, when you're watching them do it, mm-hmm. they're not really making the mouse ears. Yeah, no, they're not. They're just, like... Did you see the one where they, like, actually drew what they were actually doing? <laughs> it's so funny. Man. Disney Channel, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like... I kind of always wanted to be famous, too. I know that sounds, like, bad. I don't know. People always get, like, weirded out when somebody says that they want to be famous. But I did. I always wanted to be famous. Um, I feel it. But I had stage fright. Because so. it's, like, when you're famous, you're rich. Yeah. And which, when you're rich, I mean, it, you can... Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be nice to have money, but I don't really want to be rich. Here's how I think about it, is if, if you're famous, then you get to do what you love for your job, which is, like, the dream. You know, like mm-hmm. if you are interested in like art and stuff like that, you kind of have to be a little bit famous in order to do it for your career. So that's how I saw it. But I had stage fright. So <laughs> there was no auditions for me. There was nothing like working towards getting on Disney Channel. It's just like, oh, I would love to be on Disney Channel. And then I never did anything about it because I was shy. I feel it. <laughs> so. So is that how like, uh, let's get back on track yeah, a little bit. Yeah. We totally went off. We did. But yes. it's kind of just like. So you wanted to be on Disney Channel. I did. And then... Yeah, we were always watching movies, too. Like, it wasn't... It was just, like, what we did at the end of the day. Like, it wasn't even, like, a... We're having a movie night tonight. It was just, like, oh, we're watching a movie. Like, this is what we do. Like, free Because time. you had to stay inside. Because yeah, it was right. so hot. Stay inside, <laughs> sit under the fan, watch movies. Um, which was, like... And we still, like, to this day, do this. <laughs> like, when we're home, like, we watch movies, like, every night. Especially over the summer when we're all home. Because my mom is a teacher. So she had the same breaks that we did. So, And my dad's a pastor. So it wasn't like he had like a set schedule either. So when we were all when we were all home, we're usually watching a movie or going to the movies. Or... So just by watching these films, it mm-hmm. intrigued you enough to... Yeah. I mean, in Arizona, that's what you do for fun too. Is you go to the movies. Because it's inside and it's air conditioned. And they're like $7. So... That's a decent price. Yeah. And in, in California, like 15 bucks. For a movie? For a movie. Like, mm. normally. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know, I edited, like, the announcements for my church, for my dad. So, I started to, like, get into to editing with that. Um, I took a broadcasting class in high school, which was fun, but I only took it once because I wanted to play basketball and be an athletic trainer, so. That's so crazy. Yeah. Because I wanted to be an athletic Did you? Trainer. I feel like if you play sports, it's, like, you want to pick something that's still in the sports area. Exactly. But, like, I never knew how to do that. Yeah. 
and like I couldn't pass anatomy and physiology. I was just like, this yeah. is hard. Like, yeah. I cannot do this. That was a harder class. At my school, they, their, like, slogan was college and career ready. So you would pick a career path, and they would give you electives that were focused on that career path. Yeah, they did that at my high school. And, like, I took, like, mm-hmm. medical terminology yeah. yes. and anatomy and physiology. And, like, anatomy was, I wouldn't say easy, but it was easy in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I said I wasn't going to say easy, but I said easy. But it's like, it was, you know, like... High school anatomy and physiology to college yeah. anatomy and physiology are yeah. vastly different. Yes. Like, I yes. was like, oh, no. Yeah. This is very detailed. Yeah. Very memory-focused. Yeah. and It's not for me. Yeah, like... Best choice I made was not doing that, <laughs> honestly. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then I decided that I hated basketball and that real life wasn't going to be like Grey's Anatomy, so, like, why do medical stuff? Um, and then I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Like, I'm literally about to graduate. I don't know what I'm going to go to school for. So I was like, I don't know. I edit videos sometimes. Like, I just started making a YouTube channel with my friends at the time. Um, are these videos still up? They are. Yeah. Mm. It's called Reckless Adventures. You can look them up. The first few are not great. They did get better as, as time passed. And I had a lot of fun doing that. Like, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, like, gain a following so that I could do it. Um, and then I was going to do, like, freelance videography photography stuff like that and that's so i was like i'll just go to school for this and then <laughs> so did you stay with one major the entire i did way which i know is like really unpopular um i changed my major four times wow yeah that's actually really common like a lot of people change their it majors is a lot. that's why i'm like really surprised yeah. that like you were just like this is what i'm doing because at the age of 18 like i had no yeah. freaking clue yeah i was like First generation, yeah. Don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, like I'm just here. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's super dope and super impressive. Yeah. Um, when you create, like, I feel like when I create this podcast, like I get into like a headspace and I mm-hmm. just like am in the zone. Yeah. So like, what is the best film or your favorite film that you Oof, created? That's a good question. I have two favorites. Um, Out of the Earth is my favorite because it's the first film that I made that I was proud of like you're making so many things in film school that it's kind of hard to make it it's hard to make quality stuff sometimes because you have to make it so fast um what I loved about like me and one of my my best friends from school is like we both had like the drive to go like above and beyond because when you're in college like especially film school you have all this equipment at your disposal that's thousands of dollars and it's free and you get to use it whenever you want so, like, why not just, like, go as hard as you can? So, Made Out of the Earth, and that was when I realized that, like, this is, like, fit, like actual film is what I want. What is that? Um, it's so, the, the prompt that we were given was we had to take a Bible story and modernize it and make it into, like, a new story with still the base of the biblical story. So, like, it couldn't be, like, you just took the names and then made, like, a completely different story. It had to still, like, have remnants of the biblical story so um we didn't choose like necessarily a story but we chose revelations um which is a book it's like actually one of my favorite books in the bible because it's just like literally so hard to understand (laughs) and it takes a lot of work to like figure out what the metaphors mean and you still like really don't even know what they mean sometimes um but we basically took that that chapter and um made this story about the mark of the beast which if you're unfamiliar with it it's basically like um how you in the end times 
are able to get like food and basically everything that you need to survive in that time period. Um, so we basically took that idea and made like this super futuristic like Black Mirror thing, which is that's my style. Like I love sci-fi, I love Black Mirror, all that stuff. Like messes with your brain, um, and it turned out really good. Like we had a really cool location. It looked nothing like Arizona, um, and it just turned out really, really good. So that, and I wrote that one too. So that was like a really good feeling to write something and then direct it and have it turn out like really good for the first time doing that. Um, so that one's my favorite just cause it's, you know, it's like how I started. And then we're now, um, Social Oddity, which is a film that's not out yet. Cause we're going to submit it to film festivals is my second favorite just because it's my best work. I have to say, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't write this one. Um, two of my friends like wrote it. Um, I did like have some input on the story and stuff like that, but I just directed this one and we had like an actual budget and I had like a full crew cause everybody had to do this to, you have to take this class to graduate. Yeah. So we had like actual auditions and like people from actual agencies. And so I was directing people that like want to do this for their like career. So it was a really good learning experience and it was really fun. So be on the lookout for that one because it'll be out soon, eventually. That's super um, dope. Yeah, it's actually in my school's like alumni category for their film festival. So in two weeks, I'm going to go to the ceremony to see if I won or not. So Oh, well, yeah. whenever it releases, <laughs> let me know. I'll yeah. share it yeah, on absolutely. all my platforms. Yeah. Because so. I'm all about supporting yeah, my I friends. And thank you. Yeah. Of course. I don't even remember what the initial question was, to be honest with you. This is like the headspace that I get in when. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't remember either. I'm going to be completely honest. I was it's just okay. so captivated by like yeah. what you were saying because yeah. I was like, this actually seems like super interesting because Thank I've you. always wanted to have like a creative side. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been that overthinker. Yeah. So like when it comes to creativity, I'm just like, uh, yeah. I, I think you should give it a shot. Because like, that's like with this podcast and like everything like I was super Mm -hmm. critical on like the logo and Mm -hmm. like super critical on like what I wanted to ask yeah I just like overthink everything Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like now I feel like I get to a point where like I feel like this is more natural but it's a learning process Mm -hmm. but I would definitely love to like check out your work yeah because it seems yeah there's a good there's a good amount of it like available that you can watch like I have a little portfolio with all of them um but yeah, I, I mean, I also overthink when it comes to, <laughs> it's like natural, you know, for most people, yeah. I feel like, um, but I think it kind of works out in the end as like kind of a good thing because you hold yourself to a certain standard and I've always held myself up to like really high standards. Um, and it's really stressful and it puts a lot more pressure on yourself than you need. But in the end, I came out with like footage and a project that I could show and be proud of. Like some of them... I tried too hard and it kind of didn't work out the way that I wanted it to, but the most, like the majority of it was good. And it wasn't like something that I just wasted my time on because I right. needed a grade. I feel like we just all go through trial and errors. Yeah. And I think that's one thing about like learning, mm-hmm. uh, especially like, yeah. in an industry, like especially with film, yes. uh, you're just going to have to learn and yeah. go as you yeah. grow as you go, yes. I should say. Yeah. I guess, like, my next question is, like, I'm very curious. Mm. Why Cincinnati? <laughs> like, I, that is well, the question I've gotten like, the most yeah, in these past Because it's, months. like, out of all places, mm-hmm. like, why here? Yeah. 
Well, one of my best friends from school lives here. Um, that's who I live with now. And I came to visit in, I don't know, like June or something like that. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. But, you know, like everybody left so abruptly. But I did. It was honestly safer for me to be here than in Arizona because Arizona was a hot mess at the time. But I went there and then, you know, just like everybody else, my like job shut down. So <laughs> I didn't have anywhere to be. So I ended up staying for like a month. So I was here slash in Indiana in a really, really small town in Indiana where my other friends from school live for almost a month. I was just going back and forth. And I just really liked it here. But like more importantly, I just liked how independent I felt. Like in Arizona, I know everybody and like all my family lives there and there's a lot of pressure on me to like be successful. Just because like when you have older siblings, they want you to be like the better version of yourself. And then like your parents obviously want you to be like the best version of yourself. And so like I felt like this pressure to like be the best out of like everybody. Because I still am, like, learning. And they're always like, Mike, you're doing so much better now than I was doing at your age. Like, make sure you keep doing that. And so, like, there's a lot of pressure to be, like, the best and, like, not fall under that. So it kind of gets old after a while. Like, I kind of took pride in, t- in it. And, it, like, I am grateful for, like, family that wants you to, like, be the best person that you can be and, like, pushes you. But at a certain point, it kind of gets exhausting because it affects, like, all your work everything has to be perfect right like i definitely yeah i was the same way like growing up and i feel like it also brings out like Mm -hmm. a competitive nature oh i'm very competitive same i hate to lose yes i hate to lose yeah so (laughs) but like it it puts so much pressure on Mm -hmm. you yeah i think that's why i see myself as a perfectionist yes Um, i would i would also say that i'm so it's kind of like it's unhealthy yeah not kind of, like, it is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, like, as I got older, like, mm-hmm. how my childhood has had an impact on me yeah. now. And I feel like you're kind of very similar to me in yeah. that way, um, which is super interesting. Yeah, we have a lot of similarities. <laughs> which is kind of cool, yeah. honestly. Um, <laughs> but I just want to know, like, with, like, we talked about, like, you visiting in a pandemic yeah but like I'm sorry <laughs> no it, you don't have to apologize because like yeah everyone views the pandemic differently yeah. um but 2020 was definitely a year mm-hmm. um you said your job shut down mm-hmm. uh you were in school so yeah. i imagine like school yeah. like was hectic yes so like with everything that was going on like mm-hmm. how did you like handle that and, like how did you take care of yourself yeah i mean last year was a lot for everybody in general but just like with my choices it was a lot like deciding to move here like was a really hard choice because I knew that my parents were like not going to be down for it um because like if you are so close to all your family members and I was always like a homebody like I like to be out with my friends but I also really liked being at home like I didn't ever do sleepovers because I loved sleeping in my own bed um so (laughs) so like there used to be like being like close to home and I went to school 30 minutes away and I would come home on the weekends just like to go to church and so like I knew it was going to be difficult so I was in like a really weird headspace like all last year like if it wasn't one thing it was another thing so it was really just like working on trying to acknowledge why I was feeling a certain way and then like not shoving it aside and so like being able to slow down allowed me to like be in my room by myself and 
slow down. And I've wanted to work on music for a while. I wrote music in like high school and I started to learn how to play guitar and it was not good. <laughs> like it was not good. Um, nobody will be saying that, that music ever. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> um, but I like stopped doing it cause I didn't have the time because yeah. I was working on film all the time. So I didn't have time to do anything else except for work and film. And then I couldn't do film because there's no sets or anything like that. And we all can't go anywhere. So I just had the time to like, work in my bedroom studio like I wanted to do and didn't have the time to do and that helped like process a lot of feelings because I am better at writing music now um and that's like the only time that I am honest with myself and like everybody else that I let listen to it so I feel like being able to be by myself because I didn't have any other choice like just being in my bedroom or like I'm still in my parents house I'm like with them but you know you're still like you're not alone you're not alone but you're you're alone yeah I get it yeah I spent a lot of time in my room like just writing music and like writing in my little emo journal (laughs) and just like trying to figure out like why I feel the way that I do and like working on acknowledging it and not just shoving it away because that's not healthy (laughs) so I think that's like a good thing that came out of 2020 yes is especially like with you moving to Cincinnati Mm -hmm. um it's giving you that opportunity to really focus on personal development. Yes. Because uh, I feel like I had the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. even though, like, I'm still, like, only 10 minutes from my parents' house. Yeah. Um, being on my own is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different experience. You get to learn so much about you as an individual and mm-hmm. learn, like, how to cope with things. And yeah. it really makes you take a step back and think about everything you have been pushing aside. Yeah. Um. So I'm happy for you for that, you. that sense because yeah. I feel like you're going to become who you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and you get to really grow and find out yeah. who you are. Yeah. That's why, like, when I ask, like, who you are, it's yeah. always a tough question because I feel like we're so young mm-hmm. that, like, we're still figuring it out. Yes. And, like, you have a sense, but yeah. I feel like being here, you're growing and, like, just yeah. seeing – Seeing yeah. you grow over the past, like, three weeks yeah. since I've met you yeah. um, has been inspiring because, yeah. like, I can see I can see you break out of your shell. Yes. Yeah, I can feel it. It's, like, so, that's, that's why, honestly. It's, like, I had to get out of my comfort zone, first of all, because, like, I love that place. <laughs> I feel <laughs> Love it. that place. Um, and also, like, I just needed to figure out who I was outside of expectations that were placed on me by other people. And sometimes the only way that you can do that is to not be around those people, which is hard, especially when you love them and they're your family and you're close to them. So, and like, I was just thinking the other day, like, honestly, now I'm like happier than I've been like in months. Period. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it, it feels good. It's like this weight is off my shoulders and I'm literally just my own person just out here meeting all these like new people, which is always fun. Um, living your best life. Living my best life. You know, like, living you're young. Yeah. Cause like yeah. you can always go back home. I can. Like I am going like, back home soon. So like, it's always going to be there, you know, like yeah. home is where the heart is. Yeah. And home is like kind of where like you make it. Yeah. And I'm, I said it before, like, I'm really glad that you have this opportunity because mm-hmm. yes. I feel like Cincinnati, even though like I've lived here my whole life, yeah. I've, I see the potential that it's a cool it has. Place. Yeah. Uh, so lots like, of culture and diversity here that I'm not used to. So very different. Yes. Very different. Yeah. And I, I'm blessed that like I've had the opportunity to grow around mm-hmm. it um, because I feel like it's helped me a lot in life. 
I guess like my next question is, are you still doing like freelance like videos and stuff like that? Or? Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, I'll, I'll accept a job every once in a while because it's good money to have like on the side, but it's a lot of pressure. Like I've done like two weddings and it's a lot of pressure. Like that's somebody's wedding. And if you don't, if you don't capture it right, like they're paying you a lot of money to like remember that moment. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't enjoy it as much as I enjoy like working on other stuff like short films and feature films and, and music. So I kind of like put that to the side and I don't really know if I'm going to pick it up again it's like kind of also like a little bit of a confidence thing because i haven't done it in so long i'm like i'm not like as good as i used to be like and i have a lot of friends that are really good at it so honestly i'd rather like send people to them because i know that they're gonna get like good results connections y'all yeah we talk about it all the time on this podcast connections yes it's about who you know absolutely (laughs) yes it is very important to network and make connections um but yeah so i don't really do it as often anymore um i like to just work on my own stuff right now so hey yeah but i'll pick up a job every once in a while like if it's if it's something that's going to be like creatively fueled like i would love to direct a music video like stuff like that like i totally do um but like freelance videos are kind of you know I feel it. It's like a little box that you have to get in, and I just don't want to be in the box. Yeah. Outside the box. (laughs) Yes. All righty. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking Mm -hmm. the time out, telling your story. It was very interesting to hear someone who does film. Yeah. Like I've never really learned or Mm -hmm. talked to anyone who's like really in that field. So thank you. You're welcome. I tried to keep it as least pretentious as possible. (laughs) (laughs) If people want to continue having a conversation with you, uh, what's the Mm -hmm. best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, Definitely Instagram, I would say. I do have a portfolio, but there's not like there is a contact page. But if you want to see some of the films I was talking about, please check out my portfolio. Um, There's a lot of content on there. I'm I'm updating it right now. But my Instagram is just Micah Carter, Micah period Carter. Michael with a Y. It's important. (laughs) So. I appreciate it. If you guys reach out to Micah, please let her know how you found her. Uh, I'm going to put all of her information in the description below. Thank you guys for listening in. And always remember, find your purpose and ignite your why.